What is up, Flock and friends? This is your host, Rob Chappell, on a special bonus edition of Talkin' Flock. We are here with Kyle Carr. How you doing, Kyle? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? I'm doing great. And we are here with the man of the hour, who just scored his first professional goal on Saturday, Mr. Aiden Macias. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Pleasure to be here, man. All right. Thanks for being here. And, and congratulations on that goal and on the big oh, win on, on Saturday. Uh, and, and um, you know, it, it, it seems like you have really uh, found a found a place on this club. I mean, you're, you're a really important part of this uh, this midfield. Can you talk a little bit about uh, you, the, the time you've been here? Uh, we'll get a bit more into your background and stuff uh, in a few minutes, but uh, just tell us how, how you're fitting into Madison, what do you feel like your role is on this club, and uh, just how the season started out for you. Um. <clears throat> so moving moving to Madison has, has been quite different. Uh, yeah, it's a real. It feels feels somewhat like home for me. It says everything's just so close together. Like communities is tight. Everything's just like somewhat. I'll say a family, and my, it feels it feels really really good to be here, man. And then regarding my role as, as in the team is just. Whatever suits the gaffer, I guess it's like if he wants me to play this certain role, I'll, I'll play it and and do it to to uh, the or the best I can. That yeah. sounds good. Sounds good. T- tell us about where you come. You're from Camden Town, right? Oh, yeah, I'm from Camden Town, man. Yeah. And uh, uh, you joined uh, Charleston Athletic at the age of nine. Is that um, uh, at what point? So I mean, obviously, everybody. We, we, maybe this isn't true. We have this perception that everybody in England's playing soccer all the time, playing football all the time. Uh, at what point in your life, in your childhood, did you realize, like, okay, I'm actually really good at this. I can make a go of it. Um, I'd, I'd probably say <clears throat> my dad taught me around 13, 14 years of age. Okay. Yeah, he, he told me that, listen, if you take this serious, like you can really, oh, I I believe that you can go far, and then there wasn't that, even though he said that there wasn't really much pressure. He just wanted me to enjoy football, mm-hmm. uh, him and my mom. So yeah, and, and and he would know he was a footballer as well, right? Uh, he wasn't. He was like a like a se- a low semi pro professional, okay. uh-huh. uh, low semi pro football uh, soccer player. Yeah. yeah, but en- enough to know that he could recognize talent in you, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, in the other part, and that was right when you got came over to Queens Park Rangers. Is that correct? So that was probably around that same time when you were kind of starting out there. So what was it like going through their academy? Because you were there for I think like six, seven years. Uh, yeah, going through their academy was it was closer for starts. <laughs> that journey to South London was, was crazy, <laughs> and I was like door to door, like two, two and a half hours. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I was just like, but the yeah, QPR was 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 way more closer. But um, that's how, like going back to a community like that was QPR. It, it, we have or they had like the smallest stadium in in the league. Uh, they only play one soccer ball. Like if the, unless it gets booted over the over the stadium, so like oh yeah, you you got the the fans giving the balls back to the players. Like you're literally so close to the to the pitch that you're basically the 13th, uh, the 12th man, sorry. <clears throat> and no, it was, it was literally that throughout my whole career at QPR. Just family oriented and okay, community. That's great. 
and and so then you you came over uh to play with uh Hartford Athletic in the in USL championship. Uh, did, yeah. what was the uh what was the impetus to come over to the United States? I thought I, I felt in my in my career at the time I just wanted um somewhat first team uh soccer uh, experience. I, I mm-hmm. haven't quite got any back at home or mm-hmm. anywhere else. So I was like, Oh yeah. And then my agent that uh just proposed to me, Oh yeah, listen, there's a team interested out in the States. Do you wanna go? And I'm like yeah, man, like, it'd be a great experience. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, that's how, that's how I ended up over there. And I was going to say, you came over right when the pandemic happened as well. So what was that <laughs> yeah. like? Trying to, it's like, all right, welcome to America. Here's a global pandemic. What was that adjustment <laughs> like? It was it was crazy. It was crazy. And that, 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 that year at, at Hartford, like, that, that's, that team there was just like, we bonded so so much together because we couldn't be with anyone else. Like it was mm-hmm. only that group of boys. We only we done our exercises together, and then we go, we go, um we we're training together. Like everything's just together, together, together. And especially about my, my housemates as well. Because the first three months I was just with them, you know. Mm-hmm. So just like yeah, we got a, a strong bond over over that period. Um, you, you've mentioned that a few times. You've mentioned that that sort of bond that you have with teammates, and and even with QPR, with the fans being so close. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is that are you finding something similar here in Madison? Oh no, for sure, hundred percent, hundred percent. That's why I really feel that home. Mm. That's why I really feel that home. When the when the fans come to the stadium, and even after like a a win or a loss, like they they're there for us, and then even the the fans who travel down to uh to the Omaha game, like mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. It just shows a lot of love that we are. we appreciate it, man. And I was gonna say, like speaking with like obviously developing that bond, it, you know, it seems like you have that, you know, with Christian, with Nazim, um, some of the others. So, so I would say out of everyone on the team, who do you think you spend most time with, you know, whether it's off the pitch or even like during training? Uh I'm 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 quite close with everyone. Um, oh, that would be a hard pick because <laughs> no, I, I I love my teammates, man. I love my teammates. But if I'd have to, if I have to choose, it would probably be my roommates, mm-hmm. uh, uh, which would be Maru Sichero and um, Julio Benitez. Okay. Julio Benitez, because mm-hmm. I'm with them every day. So yeah, right. Yeah. I'd probably have to pay that. Now, what was the conversation like in the offseason? You signed up, if I remember correctly, you signed with us in January, or it was announced at least in January. So you, yeah. had, you had a couple months uh, to figure stuff out, but what was that, um, uh, the conversations like with Matt and with the coaching staff about, uh, you know, convincing you to come over here to, to play for Madison and, and what your role was going to be? So, yeah, me, I had a, I had a, I had a word with the gaffer in, in December. Mm-hmm. And he was just he was just talking to us. He was, he was just saying that he was talking to me, saying that mm-hmm. uh, he appreciates the quality that I have and that he would love me on the team. Mm-hmm. And then he was just saying that, uh, that at the beginning it could it could get really really cold, but by this, <laughs> especially this time of the year, they said warned you about that. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy because I, I packed I packed warm, <laughs> I packed warm, and then uh, and then he said, oh yeah, especially just this time of the year now it's, it's starting yeah. to change and I was like, oh, sure. okay, wicked. 
Um, and then another thing that he mentioned was the fans. Like, yeah, we by far have the greatest fans in the league. Mm. And I'll and then from then that's what really sold it to me already. Like, cause that I'm. Although they say it's across the pond, like I'm yeah. really far away from home. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't <laughs> home so I just want to be feel. I just want to feel like yeah, I'm back at home. Feel for the love and feel just that warmth, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Others, oh, I was gonna say, are there any places that you've been able to check out in Madison? You know, whether it's you know going to a farmers market, seeing the Capitol, have you been able to do stuff you know within Madison during your time? Yeah, I've I've I've, I've done a, a walk around the capital already. I've been to the I think it's called the Union. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't been to a farmers uh, market yet. That's on the to do list. Um, but pretty much everything downtown I've pretty much mm-hmm. covered. Yeah, that's cool. Um, now let's let's get to this game on Saturday. Uh, the uh, big win at Omaha. You said you mentioned there was a few uh, of the flock faithful who made the trip down. Uh, this is a team that that you played once already. You got that draw. Um, it, it was it was a t- it was kind of tough going though. I mean, you, you're they they seem to have you guys figured out in terms of possession, um, but uh, you were able to to tally early. So let, let's uh, just first of all talk through the, the the goal. Let's get right to that. That's what everybody wants to hear about. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, you know, 15 minutes in, you get a, you, you find yourself in some space. You get a nice ball from Payne, and then it's all you. I mean, talk through uh, what's going through your mind at that point. Uh, what went through my mind? It was all it was. It all just happened like that. I didn't really. There wasn't much time to think or whatnot. It was just. Yeah. It was all. I'd say it was all instinct. Mm. Um. Yeah. Stephen gave me the ball. I scanned. I saw. Oh right. Like. I'm. I'm in space. Somewhat space. Took uh-huh. a touch. Forward towards the goal. I saw a player come to me. I had to just reach for it and just go the other way. And then I, when I, I just happened to be in the box and I was like. Cool, I know my bearings. I'm in the box and I'm just one on one with this guy. Uh-huh. I was like, I just need to get half a yard. Mm. And then I just chose like my favorite skill personally is the is the step overs where you step over the ball. <clears throat> it's it's so efficient, easy to do. Yeah. So I just gave him one step over and then I saw him bite. So I mm-hmm. pushed it and then I just hit and then it just hit the net and I was like, even even if you see after the after um, the ball hit the net, I put my hand in my mouth. I was in shock. I was like, wait. <laughs> I was like, wait. What, what happened? It's like, all oh, that worked. <laughs> okay. Did you get it? Like, what? <laughs> that really just happened. Oh, that's but, so great. Yeah, now, are, are you, do you favor your left foot? I mean, that was a left-footed strike. Yeah. Uh, I, would, I would, my teammates prefer me shoot with my left, even though I'm a right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Was right. that before or after the goal? No, yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's they've been there and that they've been to a like that shoot of your left. <laughs> so, <laughs> now, uh, talk about the celebration that got a little bit of love on Twitter. Uh, was that something that that is that is that something you guys planned ahead of time? Like, okay, if I score, I'm going to do this, or mm-hmm. where was it in the moment? So it was whenever there's music blasted in the change room. That's always the like, and I'm just walking in. That's that's the way I'd walk in, and everyone just ah. they love the vibe. They love the vibe. They love the vibe, and um, <laughs> it was funny enough. I got it from one of my uh, good friends back at home. 
So whenever there was music coming on, and then he would just come on into the living room and then walking like that, and everyone was just like, it's such a happy, jolly dance, you know? Uh-huh. And just like, oh, yes, yeah, like, <laughs> yes, it's just so <laughs> cool, man. <laughs> it was very, very cool. But is that, is that, was that also instinct? Is that like, okay, I just scored. Now I'm going to do that thing that I do in the changing room. <laughs> so, so that, yeah, so everyone's been saying, oh, yeah, hey, that has to be a celebration, man. And then literally ah, yeah, before the yeah. game, uh, Wheeler, Andrew Wheeler texts me saying, hey, I need you to score so I can see this celebration. And then after I did, uh, just that's why I was so happy when I scored. I was like, <laughs> what? Oh, that's yeah, great. I that's text, great. I texted Martha saying, yeah, man, that one, that one was for you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. I, I love that, that that he was involved even from afar. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, you know, you've been a constant presence in the midfield for Fort mm-hmm. Madison. So you've kind of had, you know, you're working with Cello. You're working with some others. And I apologize. My alarm decided that was a great time to go. Sorry about that. Um, right. But, yeah, you're you're with Cello. You're with Wheels. You're with, I'm trying to think of some others, you know, Eric Connerty. You have a couple mm-hmm. of people that, you know, come in that midfield. What is it like trying to adjust to each player's playing style? Because, obviously, I'm sure each of them have a different preference on how they want to play and you also get instructions from the coach. Yeah, I think I think that's what preseasons for um, mm-hmm. during preseason. Everyone's finding what what everyone's good at and how we can use our disadvantages to advantages type thing. So I think in preseason, like, and I say this to, to everyone, like, we at the time we didn't know each other. Like it was a whole new team. Yeah, people were coming in late. Like it was just a whole new team, and the way we bonded was just astonishing because we had no right to bond the way we did, and it was just like a click. Like everyone got along with each other, and um, yeah, like you can see it during during uh, each game. Like everyone plays for for everyone. That's uh, that's really outstanding to hear. Yeah. Um, I want I want to go back to the to the rest of that game. Uh, once you score, and then and then they get. They get the Chef Brewer gets a goal, kind of fluky, um, lucky goal for them. And then, um, and like I said, it was it was tough going for you guys. And now, was there an adjustment? It looked from out here, us watching yeah. us amateurs who don't really know anything. It looked like there was a, an adjustment at halftime to say, like, look, we're, we're not winning the possession, so we're just going to let them have it, and we're going to try to score on a counter or a set piece, which is ended up being what happened. Is, was that actually something that was discussed at halftime? Or uh, or was that just the way the game played out? Uh, no, I'd, I'd probably have to say, I, for the people, for the players on the pitch at the time, like the sun was ridiculous. Like oh, you couldn't right. see what's in front of you. Like you'd even see like um, Chief uh, Mitch. Like you didn't mean to pass the ball to to the to the, to the opposition. He just couldn't see the opposition was there. Like, so huh. keeping the ball was just a bit like, oh, yeah, it would be tough, it would be tough, it would be tough. And then we we went into halftime, 1-1, one, one, we're away. And it's just like, one thing that I love about that this team is that if we're drawing 1-1, one, one, it's down to us as, uh, us as a team to score a goal. Because I know for a fact, 11 of us will be behind that ball when defending mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. stop them from scoring to do everything. So, like, 
would make it tough on them, if that, if that for sure. Mm-hmm. And then the chain dog, a little class in the box, held held the defender off, and mm-hmm. Megs them then put it binned. Like that, that we we had that quality to score, yeah. and just that. More importantly, they can't score because of the because of the presence that we have at the back. Mm-hmm. So just but, like, yeah. It, the the most ridiculous stat was they had they they took twenty one shots. I don't know if you'd look at stats after the match. Right. But they, they they took twenty one shots and got one goal out of it, and and only three of them were on target. Now is that is that bad shooting? Is that uh, unlucky on their part, or is that due to, down to your defending forcing yeah, them into really very bad shots? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say that's luck. Oh, I think that's that's just the willingness to defend for the badge. Mm. And we we told the boys as well. We told we told the back clan. We told we told um, Shippo. That hey man, like you guys put in a great shift at the back to to keep this one one until Chainbar scored, and then even that you can see every corner that like, we're winning it, we're up like because we everything for the bad, everything for this team. Because yeah, at the end of the day, we want to make playoffs, and we're gonna try to do that as, <laughs> for for like yeah for the fans and for this for the team. Yeah, and I was going to say, you mentioned the sun being a factor. Uh, the other thing I was wondering is the size of the pitch. Omaha's very, I don't know if I want to say notorious, but they have a very narrow pitch compared to other squads. Was so that something that, you know, maybe some of the other guys like Mitch or Wheels or Derek kind of mentioned, or is that something, or even like the coaching staff? And is that something that you kind of noticed how narrow what that pitch was compared to others that you've played on? No, they they, they did they did definitely give us a heads up. Um players and, and coaches. Excuse me. But, um, yeah, I, I definitely felt on the pitch because I was like, oh, like, I'm already at the halfway. Let me even continue. I, I can make the box. And then, like, compared to, like, let's say, North Carolina's, like, that, that pitch is huge. It's like, oh, yeah, like, you wouldn't be in certain areas to mm-hmm. score if you was in another, on another pitch, if that makes sense. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, let, let's uh, let's look ahead a minute. Now you start on on Saturday. Uh, you're back home uh, hosting uh, Central Valley, which is at the bottom of the table right now. Uh, but then, uh, but then you have seven games in a month, basically between June third yeah. and July first. Um, is that something you're thinking about? Is that something the coaching staff is talking about, or are you really taking them one at a time? Yeah, literally day by day, um, training by training into the match. Um, like one match at a time, I guess. Mm-hmm. You can't be thinking ahead. You know, like we just have to grab three points this week, then the next week, then the next week, as much as we can, and not think about what's happening further down the line. Um, do, do you uh, do, do you have anything specific that you can think of? I mean, obviously, you guys are sitting in a pretty good spot. You've only eight games. You've only lost one. You got the best. I mean, goals against in the league. I mean, your your defending has been outstanding. Um, is there anything specific that needs to either continue or something that you have to add to make sure that you really got a good run in you for the for the rest of the season and to to be in the top half of the table come playoff time? Uh, I'll definitely say just having back to back wins would be crucial, especially mm-hmm. this Saturday game mm-hmm. coming off a, a win high morale like really need to capitalize on getting another three points regarding whoever the team is mm-hmm. like good teams win games and 
I believe we're a good team. In fact, I know we're a good team, and we just need to go go Saturday, and 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 just go for the win. Yeah, and I was gonna say, how do you keep yourself in that mindset? You know, keeping that one game at a time, even though now like the games are gonna come like game after game after game. How do you keep yourself in that mindset to just kind of stay as fresh as possible? Uh, literally, man. <laughs> Not thinking about the past, not thinking about the future, just 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 being here. If that makes sense, just mm. in the now, in the present, it's like just taking it day by day and just see how I am in the present. Because there's no point in me like worrying about the uh, worrying about the future, or just like thinking thinking what happened in the past. Just like it's what what is now. So if you if you are to get back to back wins, then the the second of the two consecutive wins will be at home, uh, with the flock around you, hopefully making a lot of noise. Um, other than you know just turning up, what what can we do for you? What what do you need from us? What do you need from the flock and the fans? Uh, I'd say, ooh, I'd say, because <laughs> <laughs> the fans are amazing. The fans are amazing. I mean, if you guys can. Just put just a, a tad a tad pressure on the referee. Try be that twelve player on the field. <laughs> no, because recently I you know what, let me not even. But yeah, just just be that twelve man on the pitch. Just saying, if, if if you guys think the ref done, just, just say, hey, hey, ref, come on, man. Like that wasn't. Oh, that's... I'm gonna say there are times where. Yeah, yeah, it would, and it would be justified in most in most cases. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, folks, you heard it. You've got your orders. You've got your requests from the man himself, Age Messias. Put some pressure on the referees. Please, please, let's get some of those you calls. You don't have to tell them twice. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Aiden Messias, congratulations again on a great start to the season. Uh, getting a lot of playing time uh, and, and fitting in really well in that midfield. And, and congrats on your first goal as a professional terrific moment for you and i'm sure there will be many more kyle you got anything else no i was gonna say best of luck on saturday obviously we're gonna keep cheering you on and appreciate yeah. everything you've done you're wicked but i hope to see you guys on saturday man oh yep we'll be there oh yeah all right thanks Aiden. thank you thank you